0: Whether you have a diagnosis or not, I don't care. I'll teach you how to find what's causing your health concerns using the labs you already have. Your doctor might tell you your blood work is normal, but I'm here to teach you a better way. If you're a doctor or a health coach and anything in between, there's one for you too. Go grab your free blood work and supplement sheet guide so you can learn how to read your labs yourself. Plus, come join me for the free three-day Live, what your normal labs really tell you. Challenge every fourth week of the month, with the last one in May. Download your cheat guides and register here at drkylieburton.com. This podcast is sponsored by Systemic Formulas and Nutribiome. Systemic Formulas, the supplement company I trust with my patients and family. In fact, when I discovered Systemic Formulas, not only did my patients get faster results but it made my life easier too. Instead of ordering from a handful of companies, I use 95% SF products. They're top of the line quality with the best lab west of the Mississippi. They're pure, potent, and they get results. In fact, I recommend you follow their Instagram at Systemic Formulas Institute. Jump inside their Facebook group and put my name into the search bar. You'll discover multiple videos of me teaching you labs, products, and even business tools. Everybody can join the Instagram, but practitioners, the Facebook group is just for you. Also, the man who's behind the systemic formulas products, Dr. Shane Morris is launching a new line of supplements designed to take your microbiome to the next level. And it's not just probiotics. He has specific prebiotics designed to feed the probiotics. Oh, and anybody can order them too. Learn more and order soon at mybiome.com. M Y B Y O M E.com. And last but not least, are you a practitioner looking to improve your online presence, but it's overwhelming thinking about building a website, connecting it to a funnel, and then having it all actually make money? Let Tara help you take your dream and make it a reality. She's been the driving force behind my entire website and mastermind, my entire online business. Tara can help you build yours too. She's got brand new packages designed to help you grow your business and future-proof it. With over 20 years of experience in the online business consulting and website mastery world, she's your girl. Go check her out at taraconsultinginc.com. That's T-E-R-R-A. C O N S U L T I N G I N C dot com. All right, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast. We are in season four and over a hundred episodes in. We are currently on any podcast platform, as well as Legrity TV. So you're going to see us on Roku, Google TV, Amazon TV, Amazon Fire, I guess, and a whole bunch of other places. So we are going to have a conversation right here, right now with Devin Tomiak. Now she has created these incredible cards that will help us moms start hard conversations with our elementary aged kids. So Devin, I'm so glad to have you here. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and how you even got this idea for these cards.
1: I'm so excited to be here, Dr. Kylie. Thank you for having me. So yes, my name is Devin Tomiak, and I like to call myself a suicide survivor turned youth resilience builder. Seven years ago, I lost my youngest brother to suicide very unexpectedly. He wasn't someone who you'd ever think would die in this way. You know, he had so much. He was loved. He was supported, successful. He had a gazillion friends, a close knit family. He was passionate, witty, charming, all of it. And so when he died, I kind of experienced this like existential crisis. Before his death, I had a certain understanding of how the world worked. And then losing him upended that. Suddenly it was like, if this could happen to him, what was keeping it from happening to my other family members and dear friends, right? My trust in my own judgment, my trust in other people, my trust in the world had been undermined. So I ended up on this personal quest to understand. I was reading. I was researching. I was soul searching. I was listening to podcasts. I was doing anything that would help me make sense of what had happened. Now, all of this was kind of going down in the background of my life because day to day, I was momming. I had a three-year-old son and then I gave birth to my second son four months after losing my brother. And as anyone with young children knows, I was like completely in the fray and these boys were my life. And so as I'm trying to make sense of all of of my brother's death, it's all in the framework of my kids, my kids, my kids. And how do I prevent something like this from, from ever happening again? You know, obviously suicide is very complex and there's certainly no one answer to why. But one thing my research and exploration led me to was the importance of resilience. And the reason why resilience jumped out at me is because it's teachable. Resilience is something we can work on actively to manage our own day-to-day mental health, as well as something we can build in our kids. So over the next few years, as my sons got older and I continued to learn more and more about resilience, I wanted to you know, pass my learning on to them. Of course, modeling resilience in our own lives for our kids is hugely important, but sometimes we don't always pull it off. You know, we make mistakes. It's the whole do as I say. Yeah, right. It's the whole do as I say, not as I do thing, right? So it occurred to me, you know, if I could talk to my kids about some of these social emotional concepts that go into resilience, that was something. Of course, it had to be presented in the right way. And so ultimately, I got my dear friend and a 25-year veteran of child psychology on board, Dr. Amy Engelman, and we created the Biggie's Conversation Cards, which build resilience in elementary-aged kids.
0: I, When I saw you post this on Facebook one day, I was like, oh my gosh, as a mom in 2021, we need these now more than ever. Right. So the fact that you already had them and then let's just, I'm going to help you spread the message. And I can't wait to learn more about myself because I have a four-year-old and an 18 month old. And as we talked before this, they're a little bit too young, but when they get to that elementary age, which is the prime age for these types of things, which is right around the corner in my life, it's going to be here before we know it to have some kind of guidelines or even just examples of questions. I mean, when the kids get, when I pick my kids up from the babysitters, it's like, Hey, bud. But what did you do today? Is that really the best kind of question we should be asking them?
1: Right, right. When
0: there are and, so many other ones that are way better.
1: Yeah. And, you know, conversation is kind of, in my opinion, the most powerful tool to connect with our children. It's like the way we as humans connect with everyone, right? But especially with kids, you know, with resilience, building resilience, having that, One at least one person in their lives that is providing unconditional love and support and is there no matter what that is your biggest resilience building factor. So, yeah, the earlier we get started, the better. I think because when it comes to kids, you know, as they get older, sometimes, well, for sure, the issues become more and more complicated. And when you set the groundwork at an early age, you know, you're saying to your children, like, this is what we do. We talk and we're open and we, you know, we listen. And sometimes we may disagree and that's okay, but I'm still here for you. And, um, and so that's kind of where I was when I came up with the idea for this is like, wait, I got to do something. I got to do something now because it's just going to get harder. Like you said, the world is complicated. The world is messy.
0: Yeah, if you're not teaching them, somebody else will, and chances are somebody else will be on social media teaching them. Which hundred? Yes, I remember. I just had this flashback. I remember seeing a commercial years ago where it's a with a little girl who is wanting to ride her skates outside with her mom, and her mom has you know every excuse that she needs to do the laundry and clean the house and you know continue her work regimen or whatever it is, and the and the little girl says, "Mom." When I'm 13 and my hormones are all crazy and I'm wacky and I and I don't want to talk to you anymore and blah. And she just goes off about how she would be if she's when she's 13, if mom doesn't pay attention to her now and build that relationship with her now. Yes. And I think that's the concept that you're designing is, yeah, let's build a relationship with our kids when they're young and continue that through those teenage years into the young adult life and all throughout livelihood. But we're going to start by having the conversations that you don't dare have or you just don't know how to bring up. I mean, I'm 32 years old talking to a four-year-old. I'm still working at it. And by the time he turns six, I'm like, I finally had mastered the four-year-old. Now I'm going to learn the six-year-old. Literally. They yeah, get into I, eight, nine, 10. And that's where a big impact is made in their lives at age.
1: And, and the reality is like, Know we're busy and we're tired, and sometimes it's just easier to be like, go brush your teeth and get in bed, or you know, maybe you're having these big conversations already, but sometimes it's nice to just have a little crutch, and that's kind of what these cards are. There's plenty of other conversation cards out there, but my unique take on this was one, I wanted to make I wanted to like hold a parent's hand, and it's not for parents that don't know how to. Talk to their children. It's for parents who do know how to talk to their children. They just want an extra little tool, and they. I just want to make it easy and fun. And so, you know, each card has something to draw a kid in because kids are, you know, they're curious little creatures. And I think if you can appeal to their curiosity, they become more receptive to some of these messages you want to teach them. So there's fun facts, there's quotes from kids' movies and uh, history, science, all those kind of things that will. Make a kid stop and be like, "Huh, that's that's kind of cool," and and just pave the way to talking about some serious matters um, that you may want to address.
0: Do you have any examples off the top of your head, or what we might find on one of those cards?
1: Sure. So, gosh, you know what? I have the cards right here.
0: Yeah, show us. This is a video.
1: Okay. Yeah, and well, they're not really in any order, but they come packaged. I should have had this prepared in advance, Kylie. Don't worry about it. We're all busy. Yeah, (laughs) we're busy, mamas. Okay, so they come packaged in this cute little wooden box.
0: Oh, that is way cute.
1: And there's 25 cards, and they're divided into five sections: body, mind, spirit, heart, and world. So let me find one here. All right, so this card is about the present and focusing on the present. So it gives an example it starts with a question to kind of get your kid engaged and then it gives an example. I don't know if you've ever heard of Wim Hof, but he's this really interesting guy who has set all sorts of world records for enduring cold. And so it gives, yeah, it's kind of crazy, but um, so this exercise is kind of, it encourages you to, to hold an ice cube or the kid to hold an ice cube and see how long you can be in the present moment and just talks about you know focusing on your body and how that helps you stay present and the back has other kind of questions to get you to pay attention to your five senses and you know what happens when you're not in the moment if you're worrying about the future are you kind of thinking about the past and talks about uh, how do you become present and Gives different ways that different people use to become present. That might be kind of noticing the little joys or asking themselves questions about how they are tired. Am I hungry? All those types of things. And it gives a definition. So that's an example. So they're big. I,
0: yeah, I There's look at that. I'm like, when you say a card, I'm thinking like a nine by 13 card or not even nine by 13. What is that? Three like by five? Three by five card,
1: right? Or a playing card. That's like a yeah. full on eight by 11 piece of paper. Well, it's it's six inches by eight inches. And the reason it's so big is because they have illustrations and they have multiple questions because, you know, certain questions will resonate with certain groups and maybe you want to leave something out. And there's also a lot of examples because uh, I think that makes it easier for the adult, right? To, sometimes you want to explain something to your child and you just need to use an example. And so it's like, well, what example do I use? So you can obviously use your own, but we've got them here too.
0: Yeah, no, that looks cool. Walk me through another one.
1: Okay. let me see. So that one is in the spirit category. Let me do this one is called belonging. So the, the subject is on the back. And then on the front, it says, how do you become the best athlete? And this talks about, this gives an example of how in the past, the U S gymnastics team trained for the Olympics, that each gymnast trained individually alone without the team and how Starting in 1996, they started training as a group and how that's when they started winning all sorts of, they finally won the team gold medal in 1996 for the first time ever. Took 60 years for these gymnasts to win it. And it's because- Now they've dominated ever since. Right, right. But it's talking about the power of you know feeling that sense of belonging and being part of a group. And, And oh, another point I want to make is that- the questions are meant to be asked, answered by everyone, not just the kids. Cause I, you know, I think when you grill kids, that's when they sometimes shrink back. So it's oftentimes when they hear their adults kind of talking about their history, their experiences, they open up more. Cause that's fun, right? Don't your kids, I mean your kids. Yeah. That's older. The,
0: yeah just having a it's a, it's a conversation. It's not, you're not grilling them and asking them all these questions and putting them on the spot.
1: It's a back and forth conversation. And so that was a little tangential, but I just wanted to throw that out there. But so yeah, and so and then on the back it talks about belonging and how we humans are kind of happier, healthier, and healthier and more successful when we belong to groups and what that means and ask kids to think about when they felt like they haven't belonged. And, you know, how they are when they kind of are in groups. And so each card has a, did you know section and I wonder section, and then a, what's your take section, which kind of gives two viewpoints on a question and asks the kid, like, which one do you feel, or maybe you feel both. Right. So,
0: yeah, I grew up in a sports family. We're sportsaholics. Okay. Uh, I played volleyball in college. My brothers all run track and field. And one brother who actually just competed at the Olympic trials. So um, we're, we're athletes. Well, one of my favorite things about sports is the teamwork, the team aspect involved. Now, when I say track and everyone's like, no track is an individual sport, you know, they're racing against themselves on their own clock in high school, though, my brothers had one of the best high school track and field coaches in the state. And he made it a, a big deal to win that state championship but you don't win that state championship as an individual. You can, there are individual modalities, but it was a big part of his coaching was that we are a team and we do this together. And he took a brand new school. And within, I think it was three years later, they had their first state title as a boys track and field team. Whereas I was on a volleyball team where, I mean, you can only touch the ball one time. It has to go through three at least two other people, if not three other people, every single time the ball is on your side of the net. So you are really dependent on everybody else in your team. I'm a big baseball fan. The World Series ended last night. I'm a huge Braves fan, so it ended great for me because they won. But on, on the baseball field, you have nine batters, and every single person has to bat, and every single person has to play out in the field. You are dependent upon each other. Team aspect.
1: Yeah. And I think sports for that reason are such a good way to learn about that fact of life, which is that we need other people and that's okay. That's good. It helps, you know, others help us thrive. They make us become our best selves.
0: And if we flip the idea of the team aspect and we say, our families are a team, we are a team getting through life together. And if we look at it from that perspective, One, is it going to change the way we interact with our teammates, our family members, and two, is it going to change the conversations and the relationships that we build at every single stage along the way?
1: Right. Pretty cool. And and something that I think is important is just like that we talk about our need for others and that need to feel like that sense of belonging with our kids, because I think, um, we have such an independent minded society and, you know, it's all about pull it up from the bootstraps and take care of business and and get things done. And, and we often feel less inclined to rely on others. We don't, you know, we move away from our family. That's just kind of the norm these days, or, you know, kids go away to school. This is how things are. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's also, I think needs to be counterbalanced with the understanding that, Hey, In order to be my best self, like I need other people, I need connections. I need to go out of my way to to sustain my relationships that bring meaning to my life. I need to. That's a thing. Like it's not something we should forsake. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. But you and I, as
0: mothers, talk about this all the time. Your kids are now older, and I'm sure you're using this these cards in house. So give me an example of what you see has changed in your boys since adding these into your team life.
1: Okay. Well, I'll tell one funny story that just pops in my head immediately. And that's, so my oldest son, he'll be 10 in a couple of weeks and poor guy, like he was, we, we tested these with a lot of families, but he was like my go-to when we were creating these cards, he was just like, Hey, Jack, you know, I got to, does this make sense? Or do you get this? And and so he kind of knows these cards backward and forward, and uh, he loves paper airplanes. That was that was a phase for a while. And one day he had made this paper airplane, and he threw it across our living room, and it kind of hit the wall and grazed the wall and kept going. And he looks at me and he goes, "Perseverance." <sighs> and I was like, "Yes, that is a perseverant airplane." You know, like it it kind of could have fall, it could have fallen, but it, it kept going. But um, you know, I think it's just. Creating a self awareness in your kids, having them understand some of these words, empathy, perseverance, so that they are accustomed to them, making this stuff just like household topics, right? And we're far from being like the perfect family. Um, we have plenty of issues. My kids struggle just like every other kid out there. So I don't think that these are going to solve anything, right? We we need therapists. We need. Um, counselors at school, we need social emotional curriculum, all these things. But I feel like it just makes I feel like my kids do think they can talk to me about anything. So that's and that right
0: there is gold. Yes. You know, I think about this is an issue that we might not want to get into, but pornography. Mm -hmm. And I think about anybody who I have who I know who's been experienced with it or addicted to it on some levels wait at some level You can trace back to their relationship with their parents. And you can see, are their parents, were they open? Did they feel like as a 14-year-old boy, they could run and talk to mom and dad about anything? Hmm. Or were they closed off and that's how they were relieving their stress? Hmm. That's interesting. Different aspect to look at it, but big impact. From a clientele perspective, what have you seen in family, friends, clients who are using these cards? What have you heard from other mamas?
1: You know, when we design the cards, we design them for families, with families in mind. And since launching them, interestingly enough, a lot of teachers have found them really useful. Uh-huh. So that's one thing I found is that, they, that they're that they actually really good for the classroom because I think teachers are so, first of all, they're so amazing. Second of all, um, they have a lot to get through in a day. And, you know, these cards make it easy because you can pick your topic, what you want to talk about and you got everything right there in front of you. It's not, you can make it as long as you want or as short as you want. So that's one thing that, that we've heard as far as with families, I think, you know, just like everything, you got to come at it at the right moment. Everyone has to be up for sharing. you got to be in the mood. If you accost your child with questions, no matter what they are. First thing, when they walk in the door from school, they might not be ready to, to roll with it. So I think that's something we've seen and heard, but otherwise it's, we've gotten great feedback and I think people have found great use for them. Now that you say that, I was
0: just thinking maybe as moms, we do something like let's look over a card in the morning and then just watch as the day goes by and have those moments arise. And you have that card in the back of your mind hey, I can use this now. And it's not necessarily like, hey, I'm pulling out the card. We're going to go through this at this time every single day. It's, I'm going to put this in my mind. So that when I'm ready for it and when I see the moment, it's there and I can just start a conversation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and people have, like, I have a friend who she was telling me the other day, she's like, yeah, we were, you know, my son was having this issue at school. And so I pulled out the kindness card. Or, or whatever it is. And so they can be used as a reaction to something in your day or in your life, or they can be kind of used in a way of more preemptively, I'd say, just talking about things that are going to certainly arise. I like that. All right, Devin, as we're closing up here, where can we find these cards? So the website is thebiggiescards.com. And I'm also on social media at Biggies Cards. Instagram, TikTok.
0: Instagram, and Facebook, Facebook. Mm-hmm.
1: Instagram and Facebook. Okay, cool. The biggiescards.com
0: is the website to check it out. Check those out. It's Christmas coming up soon. I know you guys will not hear this till after Christmas, but I'll go check them out myself. See what kind of Christmas presents I can come up with. So here's the URL. T H E B I G G I E S C A R D S.com. And that will also be in the show notes. So, thank you, Devin, for sharing that with us. And I'm really glad that this tool was created to help us mamas have conversations with our kiddos.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Kylie. This has been really fun.
0: Feel empowered? Loved this episode? Help others find it by leaving a review. It's the best compliment I can receive. Then take your learning one step farther. And discover what your normal labs really tell you by downloading the free cheat guide and register for the next three-day live challenge. Do it all at drkylieburton.com. Remember, there's a cheat guide and a three-day live challenge for those of you with medical background too. Take your practice beyond the diagnosis with your free downloads and challenge at drkylieburton.com. This podcast is sponsored by Systemic Formulas. NutriBiome and Terra Consulting Inc. Systemic Formulas is the supplement company I trust with my patients and family. Everybody can join them on Instagram at Systemic Formulas Institute. Practitioners jump inside their Facebook group. It's called Systemic Formulas Clinical Nutrition. Once inside the group, search my name and you'll discover videos on labs, supplements, and business tools. It's all free. See you on the inside. Are you a practitioner ready to uplevel your online presence? Tara is your girl. She is a brilliant mind behind my entire platform, my practice, and the BTD mastermind. From writing the copy to building the technical back end of my website to marketing strategy, I highly recommend you let her take your dream and make it a reality, just as she did for me. Get started here at taraconsultinginc.com. That's T-E-R-R-A-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G-I-N-C dot com. Be back next week.